0: Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. Welcome this week's episode of the podcast. Hope y'all doing great this week. I'm glad y'all are here, man. Uh, Before I get into this episode, I gotta say, uh, go listen to my new single, Tom's 2, out now Kevin Flum. It's on Wakan. Go check it out. And also, this Friday, June the 18th, I will be at TAC Music Hall in North Dakota, Fargo. Fargo, North Dakota. And then next day, June the 19th, I will be at Solstice Camping Festival in Hartman, Arkansas. Y'all make sure you get your tickets. Come out to that. Uh, no guests this week, man. It's just me, y'all, a bunch of goofy-ass questions, a bunch of goofy-ass stories. I've been excited about doing a solo episode for a minute, and uh, let's just get into this MOF. Y'all ever get confused as fuck listening to, like, the intros of rap songs? You know, like, that. a lot of times they make no fucking sense. You know what I mean? They'll be like, We back, baby! We back! We never left! We been here the whole time! We out here! But we have been inside! We never left! We was around the corner! But we live in a cul-de-sac! What the fuck? And and, and the (laughs) bet They'll be like, you already know what it is! It's like, I do not. I do not know what it is. I'm very confused. I'm more confused now than I was before I got into this song. And I've been confused my whole life, y'all. But I wish my intro for the show, or just my songs in general... We're as hype as that. Like, you're confused as fuck the entire time. But you're like, fuck yeah! We never left! But we here! (laughs) I want to have that energy. I hope I brought it today. I planned on bringing it today. I'm glad y'all were here. Fuck yeah, man. It's been a minute since I've done a solo episode. But uh, I enjoy the hell out of doing them, so here we is. Hell yeah, man. Happy Pride Month, y'all. Happy Pride Month. I've um uh, I don't even know if I've said that on the internet yet. It's not I mean, I fucking Yeah, I happy I love the gay community, man. I worked at uh you know, if y'all listen to the show, y'all already know, man. I worked at worked at that gay bar in Jackson. It was called Wonderlust at the time. I worked there for like a good two and a half years. And that was a fucking awesome job, dude. I miss that job all the time. You know, I think there was—I think there's only been one gay pride parade in Jackson, Mississippi, in the history of Jackson, and I was a part of the very first one. I don't know if they've done a second one. I don't think they have. But I remember I was the only straight guy—straight. Put parentheses around that motherfucker. Uh, you know, I was the only uh, questionable guy. I guess you know everybody knew what was up. Questionable straight guy <laughs> in that parade, dude. And it was a good time. It wasn't really that great of a turnout. I mean, it is Jackson, Mississippi, you know. You can only expect so much. But, it was a damn good time. Except, you know, we had those fucking, we had protesters, man. Like, they'd come out to the club every now and then, whenever, like on Saturday nights. Saturday nights were the big nights at the gay bars. That's when there was the uh, drag shows. Drag shows are a lot of fun. But, there'd be those people outside with the signs and they're like protesting protesting gays. It's like, how are you going to protest how people live? It made no sense. But they would be out there, and I just remember walking by with one of my uh, gay buddies, and we just kissed right in front of them. It's like, what are you going to do? Fire me? No. You ain't. You ain't going to fire me. But yeah, man, those people are assholes. I don't get it. You know, I never... I was I was never a judgmental person, you know. I you know I was pretty much down for whatever anybody wanted to do at any time. But I think working at that gay bar definitely got rid of any type of judgment I'd have against anybody ever. You know what I mean? Because I'd see all types of people. You know the thing about the gay bars is is like that's where everybody went. You know, white, black, young, old, gay, straight. It was like everybody would go there. And you see all t- walks of life, and after a while, you know. You know, now I'll see some weird shit, not even like on some gay shit, but like on some weird shit. I'll be like, it don't even faze me. I'll be like, hell yeah. But yeah, man, those fucking protesters were assholes. And I bet you they've never used a bidet. You know, I used a bidet uh, last weekend in Boulder, Colorado. And that shit made me question my sexuality for sure. Uh, for those who don't know what a bidet is, it's where you sit on a toilet and it's like, you know, it cleans your ass for you in the most uh, sexual but non-sexual way. And it depends on how you want to take it. Um, yeah, I bet you they haven't tried a bidet. I think, you know what would be a great idea? I think we should make all homophobic people get a bidet. That would make them sec- uh, question their sexuality. That shit had me confused, dude. (laughs) They'll they'll sit there, they'll use it. They'll be like, oh, damn, this is what gay is? But, like, just with your homie? I bet you they'll come around. I think we need to get homophobic people a bidet. Because that shit will change your fucking life. It might change your sexuality, too. Who knows? (laughs) Who fucking knows, man? All I know is that, uh... I want to get me one of them damn bidets. You know, I... I find myself sitting down to pee even when I got, <laughs> when there's a bidet around, man. I hope y'all understand what I'm speaking. You know, if you don't, you got to get out there, man. You got to figure it out. Go try it. You know, go experience things. Experience a bidet. You know, get your ass ate by a toilet. Who knows? Try it. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so happy to be doing this. Just fucking rolling, drinking beer. We got a lot of fan questions this week. Go ahead and check one out real quick.
1: What's up, Taboo? This is Brian from Jersey. And I just want to know, how did you get into stand-up? And would you ever pursue a career in stand-up after DJing or more intensely than DJing?
0: Ooh, man, that's a good question. Uh, I got into stand-up like two years ago. It's something I've always wanted to do. Um, I said that I was going to do it once the Taboo project was already kind of doing its thing. Um, I don't know if I would pursue it. Uh, I, I do it more as like a hobby for fun, man. Cause like music for the longest time was like the hobby, right? Like that was the thing that was the hobby. But then it turned into a job, and it's still I still have a lot of fun with it. It's still a hobby, but like you know, I needed something to kind of escape from that. Kind of use different creative juices, and that's what stand up is for me. Um, uh, you know, I take it, you know, I take it. I I was taking it really serious right before COVID. I was hitting like six mics a week, and then COVID hit, and I got back into it now, and I'm doing it really serious again, I'm gonna go do a mic tonight, tomorrow night, and the next night, um, yeah, man, I don't know if I'd ever pursue it, maybe, you know, never say never, but music's my main passion, I'm just doing the stand-up for fun, um, you know, I do take it serious, but, like, would I try to make a career out of it? If it happened, it happened, but I'm not specifically doing it to try to make a career, I'm doing it just for fun, man. I'm doing it just for fun. I appreciate that question, man. I appreciate that question. Um, and we'll we'll get to some more questions later, dude. But uh Father's Day is coming up. It's this Sunday, coming up Sunday. Man, I'm excited. I love Father's Day. I'm I'm very I'm a very blessed man um to have two dads. Uh my dads ain't gay or nothing. I just have a stepdad who's um you know, who I love like a dad, like a father. He raised me like a dad, you know. I love them both equally. So I feel very blessed for that. I actually just got back from Mississippi yesterday. Went to go see my stepdad yesterday because I, or two days ago because I wasn't going to see him on Father's Day. So I wanted to go say hey. But I am going to see my dad on Father's Day. So, you know, if y'all make sure to go say hey to your dad. Uh, if you have a baby daddy or a husband who has a child with you, so technically another baby daddy, you know, do something special. So Father's Day is basically a mini birthday for a father. And if, ladies, if you want to do something for your baby daddy, uh, don't hit them up about child support, okay? That's a good day, not to hit them up about child support. That's a damn good day to not do that. Um, you know, if you're with your baby daddy, can't go wrong with the blowjob, y'all. Can't. Just can't, you know? Um, yeah, man, I don't think fathers really give a shit, dude. I remember whenever I worked, I worked at a pizza shop for a couple years, and I remember Father's Day... Was fucking banging on Father's Day. I mean dads love pizza man. So if you want to get something for your dad. Or your daddy. Uh, you know I get da- called daddy all the time. Um, but I ain't got a kid. But yeah pizza is way to go dude. Get your dad some pizza. Cold beer. And if, if that daddy so happens to be the daddy of your kid. Blow him. And he's going to have the best day of his life. And You know. You know just chill. Just chill with them, And don't talk. You ain't got to talk. Just hang out. He's going like damn this is a dope day. So give it a girl, a, a, a twirl girl. Damn, I like combine the two words in one, man. Fuck, dude, I've been getting out on the road, been playing a lot of shows, uh, been traveling again, been touring, and it's been fucking awesome, dude. Uh, that was one of the main reasons I wanted to do this solo episode today, is just kind of talk about some of the funny interactions I was getting with people. Kind of the, uh, you know, just seeing a lot of folks, seeing a lot of people, man. Started Ubby Dubby, man, I, I don't know if y'all saw that, uh, that Instagram post I put out last week, it was my opening joke at my Sunset Festival. And if y'all don't know it, I'll do it now. Joke goes, COVID-19, little too old for Bass Nectar. Right? My first time doing that show, that joke was at Ubby Dubby, man. And everybody thought it was hilarious. Everybody liked it. From that I know. I've had a couple of these damn Bass Nectar fans come at me, right? But there was one in particular. Who came in my DMs and he was like, you motherfucker, how dare that be the first thing you open up your set with. And I don't know if he sounds like my father because that kind of sounds like my dad as I talk. But he was like, you will never fill the holes that Bass Nectar left. And I'm like, I ain't trying to fill the holes that Bass Nectar was filling. Do you feel me? (laughs) And he actually thought that one was funny, man. So, you know, he came around on that one. Realized, hey, I'm just fucking joking, dude. I don't give a fuck about anything on this world. But if you fuck kids underage, go fuck yourself, okay? Jesus Christ. How hard is it? How hard is it? Jesus Christ. It ain't that hard, y'all. Just don't. Just don't. I don't get it. I don't even want to go on a date with somebody if they're under the age of 21. Because if I can't have a beer with you... I'm not into it. If I can't have a drink with you, I'm not into it. If we can't go to the bar together, and you try to talk to me while I'm watching sports, I'm not into it. Okay? So to think that some of these fucking older men are getting with these young ladies. Where's Chris Hansen when you need him? Actually, we didn't need him this time. Shout out the internet. Shout out the internet, man. Where else have I gone? I went to Springfield. Played Springfield, Missouri. Um... Man it's crazy All my headline shows Have been sold Sellouts And these aren't like You know A few of them Have been limited capacity But some of them Have been full capacity And we've been selling them out Which is Fucking It feels so good man Cause that That's all new to me You know I've sold out A couple shows before COVID But that's all new to me And I'm not saying this To fucking gloat I'm just saying this Because I appreciate Y'all I'm very blessed And I uh It just means a lot So that's why I'm saying it I'm not I would never say anything To fucking flex Okay Let's just go ahead And say that the next day, it was in Fayetteville, and it was really cool. So, like, I put myself, like, in a weird, kind of, like, not so weird, but kind of weird, sketchy situation where I was, like, I didn't have a ride from Springfield to Fayetteville. There were no cars. There were no cars for me to rent. And so I was just like, fuck it, I'll figure it out, man. So there was a fan who hit me up. He was going to both shows, and I was like, cool, can I ride with? And uh, so I catched a ride with them. my management were like, oh, are you sure about this? My agents were like, are you sure about this? And, dude, I have been putting myself in situations where I don't know where the fuck I'm going or where I'm at or who I'm with. And I've been having the best fucking time doing it. I had a great time, dude. Literally, there was a point while I was in Fayetteville. It's late night. I'm fucked up. I'm surrounded by all these people who I do not know in a place that I do not know where I'm at. Sounds sketch, right? But I had the time of my life. Thrive in places like that, I feel like. But fucking Fayetteville, Arkansas, dude. One of the coolest places, dude. If they had an international airport, I'd move there. Straight up. Um, I would. Fayetteville's dope, man. And I, it was cool because like we had did a meet and greet before the show. We did a crawfish. We did crawdaddies with crawdaddy. It was a meet and greet slash crawfish boil slash stand-up. I did stand-up at the place. And it was awesome. It was fucking beautiful. When I think about what I'd want a fan base to be... We're out back of this pa- on this patio. We're eating crawfish, drinking beer. There's a DJ playing house music. Everyone's chilling. It's, a, it's just a vibe all day, all-around vibe. And I start doing jokes. And listen, like, you know, for those who've seen my stand-up stuff, like, you know, live, my jokes are kind of fucked up. I like, I go for gasp. I'm not going for ha-ha-ha. I'm going for... Those are my favorite, man. I love those types. Those, that's what makes me laugh. You know what I mean? Whenever I hear shit like that. So, it was cool because like people were coming up to me after the set. They were like, yo, I forgot that we could laugh about things. Because it was such a fucking year where everybody's assholes were just tight, dog. I'm just trying to loosen that booty. That's all I'm trying to do. (laughs) But it was sick, man. Fayetteville was beautiful. My brother came out to the show, had a good time. I made a lot of, fr- I made a lot of friends at Fayetteville because I ended up sticking around for a couple days. There's something else I'm, I'm doing. I didn't do before. I didn't stick around. I didn't go experience. I didn't put myself in those situations where I didn't know where I was with who I was. Um, and I'm doing that more, and I'm having a lot of fun doing that. Um, so if you're listening and I'm coming to your town, say, hey, Taboo, stick around for a day. I want to show you around. I'll do it we'll hang out, it'll be fun, I'm having a blast doing that, and I hope I never get to a point, you know, I hope I, and I hope it doesn't get to a point where I can't do that anymore, because I've I, I really enjoyed doing that, it's fun, but yeah, man, I went to this damn after party in Fayetteville, right, I usually don't do after parties, okay, after parties are usually a bunch of dudes trying to show me music, that's usually all an after party is, it's a bunch of dudes in an apartment trying to show me music. But Fayetteville somehow got it right, okay. And the after party was in the middle of downtown Fayetteville. Usually, in any city, a party in the middle of downtown late night is not going to work. But Fayetteville's got like a lot of hills. You know what I mean? They're like kind of mountainous. So we're just driving down like one of the main roads downtown Fayetteville. We hit a hill, go up this really steep ass hill. Boom, we're at an after party. And I'm like, damn, ain't nobody gonna bust this. There's like. N- nope, we're up a hill, man, what are they gonna do, climb it, I mean, they could just drive up it like we did, but, it was sick, man, usually after parties are lame, I usually don't do them, but this is, this one was dope, it was like, two-story house, they had this dope porch around the whole house, and I love a good porch, I love a good fucking porch, man, uh, and fucking, man, it had music, there's people spinning fire, it kind of sounds sketchy, you know, now looking back at it, But it was cool, man. I was sitting there talking to a lot of people. Everyone was chill, and I was talking to a guy. And if you're listening, uh, you know who I'm talking to, because he said he's a big fan of the podcast. He was talking to me. He was like, "It's so crazy. I feel like I know you," because he says he listens to the podcast. So if you're listening right now, brother, I appreciate that conversation. I believe his name is Tyler. I do believe that's his name. So uh, I appreciate you, man. Um, but yeah, man, it was a good ass time. After parties in Fayetteville are sick. And shout out to everybody who goes and supports, you know, like a Springfield and a Fayetteville aren't really like big ass markets, you know what I mean, they're not big cities, so shout out everybody who goes to those events, because I know they're probably really hard events to throw, because they're really small markets, I've been there, I threw shows in Jackson, Mississippi, and that shit was not easy, man, it was not easy, I don't know how people afford to live in San Francisco, Somebody had told me the the poverty line, like, if you're not making $80,000 a year, you cannot live in San Francisco. And if you're making that much, you living in the hood. I don't get it, man. Why are white people making everything so goddamn expensive? I don't get it. But they do have legal weed in the state of California, something I'm not used to doing, okay? Not used to it. I've been around it, you know, I've been to California, I've been to states where weed's legal, but every time I'm around, and I haven't been one of those states in over a year, so whenever I'm at a state and I'm like, oh shit, there's a weed shop right there and you can go buy legal weed. You can just go in there and you can just buy illegal drugs legally and not get arrested. It's kind of wild, it still trips me out, man, and I've thought about it. So they call Blunts Blizzies. So, why don't they call joints jizzies? I think that sounds more fun. But I'm about to go puff on a big old fat jizzy. I just got some, I got a big old jizz in my mouth. I'm gonna go smoke. I'm gonna go outside and light this jizz. Go smoke on, puff on some jizz. Take a toke off this little jizzy. It sounds like a, that either sounds like a rapper or a stripper name, little jizzy. Either one, I'd probably support. Okay? <laughs> Shout out everybody in Fran- San Francisco, dude. Y'all have to really be hustling. Y'all have to be owning the companies out there. For real. Y'all have to be owning the damn companies. And mean, I was surprised to see people driving over there. I thought pretty much everything was self-driven. You know, I thought I was going to get picked up by a damn robot. And I'm pretty sure one of these days, I'm surprised they don't have gay robots yet over there in San Francisco. Pull up in their little drivers and they like what's up bitch but it's just a robot it's just a Tesla talking to you um, you know gay, a gay Tesla and that's okay I think robots can be gay support gay robots we need to have gay robot pride month or at least give them a week whatever they want you know a gay robot parade that'd be kind of cool gay robot parade I throw beads I'd throw beads. I'd go check it out. They'd be like doing cartwheels the whole time. They don't get tired. They'd just be steady doing cartwheels and like skipping. It'd be awesome. You know, they'd just have rainbow flag holograms above their head. And then we'd have drag queen gay robots. Drag queen Robots. They'd be lip singing, walking downstage, strutting that shit. I would love to see that one day. I hope we get there. That would be awesome. I would, yeah. That sounds like a good time. But yeah, man, I was out there in Colorado for a couple of days, man. I had some shows out there in Boulder, Fort Collins, and then I ended up just sticking around a day just to hang out. And dude, Boulder is fucking beautiful. It's so like, every time I'm out there, it's just so beautiful. But, one thing they do have out there in Colorado, man, they got tolls. And if you don't know what a toll is, imagine you're driving down a car. I mean, imagine you're driving down a street for a couple hours. You're just driving. You've been on the same road forever. Now, to nowhere, there's a gate. And it's not Golden Gate. It ain't the heaven. It ain't God meeting you on the other side. It's just, uh, it's a gate that you have to pay to go through... Even though you've already been on that road the whole time. It's a monopoly on a road. It's like, bitch, you ain't got 275, you ain't getting across. You can't have what we have. It's like, that's the wall that Trump wish he had, right? <laughs> damn, because that shit's effective. That shit is so effective. That damn toll is way more effective than, uh, than what we have now. So... They got tolls out there, and they got my ass, man. They got my ass. But I have a little bit of a dialect problem whenever I'm in places that, you know, ain't the South, really. Uh, I was at a gas station, and I was asking the guy, I said, hey, can I have a lotter? He said, a what? I said, can I have a lotter? Can I buy a lotter? He's like, a water? I said, no, man, a lotter. A fucking ladder. I'm speaking English, motherfucker. L I T R ladder. And I did this because he was—he didn't know how I was, what I was talking about. So I literally did this with my hand, like I'm starting a ladder. He goes, "Oh, a lighter." Yeah, motherfucker. L I T R English. I ain't speaking a different language. So there's a little bit of a dialect issue there. Uh, You know, I had a guy who was taking me around on these mountains, showing me, and I was like, do y'all have any bison? He said, what? I said, do y'all have any bison? I don't know what you're talking about. And then the friend I was with, she said, buffalo is what he's talking about. He said, oh, bison. I could say it like that, but I have to really think about it. Bison. Or Boston, a lot faster my way, a lot easier, rolls off the tongue, America, um, yeah man, so there's a little bit of a diet like this you, one thing that they do have over there when you get a little bit closer to the west coast, you know, that they have a lot of new critters over there that they don't have here, you know what I mean, like, you'll be just standing there on the ground, and some little critter will be just in a hole just looking at you, like, what's up? I'm like, I ain't never seen you before. i asked many times, what what type of critter is that? You know, they got gophers and damn chipmunks just everywhere. A mink, I think was what it was. There's some other critter that we didn't have here. But they just got them everywhere, just these new critters. Uh, So that's cool, dude. You learn something new every day. gotta put yourself out there. You learn something new. But yeah, man, shout out out to the uh, general manager of... The Aggie Theater in Fort Collins, Mr. Dalton, dude. If anybody out there uh, listens to this podcast, dude, go check that man's hand. He's a great guy. He took me out the next day after my show up to this mountain that no one knew about it. It's like no like tourists know about it. It's just a place that he goes to get away, and it might be the most remote place I've ever been to, dude. It was like an hour and a half up these mountains, way the fuck out of Fort Collins. Next thing you know, we're like on top of this mountain just looking over. Just the most, just God's country. The most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I was just tearing up. It was so beautiful, dude. And it's crazy. Like, whenever you go out there and just sit, like, I feel so happy. I feel so alive. I feel so, like, I have a soul cup. And that bitch is just full. It's overflowing. I gotta take a sip. And I'm just gonna drink a beer while I say that, you know? Take a sip. But yeah, shout out Mr. Dalton, dude I had the best time That was like a life changing experience He's going up there and just seeing him You know, I love the mountains I've seen a lot of mountains Every time I'm around them I'm just kind of like, fuck me It's just like, they don't make that anymore They just don't make that anymore That's just art that fucking God just put out there For us to see, man It's beautiful Like a lot of times when you're looking at it You're like, it don't even look real It's fucking beautiful, dude So I'm excited about that, dude Excited about seeing more of that. Excited about experiencing more of that. Excited about what I've been up to, man. I got back into dating. I've been dating again. I've been getting back into dating. And it's been cool, dude. Listen, the other day I had a date, right? I got a new outfit, alright? Fucking ran, alright? Got my car detailed. Read my Bible, y'all. I'm talking about I was in it for this date. Made some dope plans. And she canceled, y'all. We back, baby. We back. Sad boy summer is. <laughs> oh, man, man. It's cool, though. I went out that night anyway and had a good time, bro. But sure enough, she did cancel like two or three hours before the date. So we back, bro. Back to dating. <laughs> you know, I'm not out there looking for anything serious. You know, I'm out there just trying to have a good time but i'm putting myself out there you know what i mean i'm just i'm putting myself out there I'm, i don't have any expectations i'm just trying to enjoy the company of a nice lady and have a good time you know what i mean um you know sometimes you just got to put yourself out there and uh also you shouldn't take dating advice from me <laughs> oh man i'm the worst person to get dating advice from bro i'm like I'm like almost as bad, I almost give as bad dating advice as like those Instagram self-motivators who are not in the best shape, right? They'll wake up and they'll be like, man, I woke up this morning and I didn't want to work out. My inner pussy said no, but I didn't listen to that inner pussy. I got up and I went, I fucked my inner pussy, even though it said no, you just gotta do it. FUCK YOUR PUSSY! And you're just like, I'm uncomfortable. Not okay, I'm not motivated, I'm a little worried about what you do outside of your home in the gym. So that's like my advice, that's like me trying to give advice to dating, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a rainbow and you think there's a fucking uh, pot of gold, with a leprechaun with a pot of gold at the end of it, but really, it's just your gold digging baby mama at the end of that bitch. So don't take get dating advice from me, but I'm having fun. I'm trying, and I got y'all to call because I wanted some advice on some dating advice. No one gave me advice. They just told me about their worst dates experience, and that's fun, too. I thought this would be a really fun thing to kind of hear y'all's terrible dates. I think my worst date I ever went on one time is uh, I was in high school, and I took this girl to eat Mexican um, food not like a person. But uh, you know, I took her out there to go eat Mexican food. And she was so like a sloppy eater, dude. I'm talking about food all over the table, food all over just her face. You know what I mean? And that was it for me. Listen, I, I I'll eat anything, okay? I'm into girls that are open. I'm into people, you know, just I, I like it when a woman can will eat her whole plate, you know what I mean, or is open to eat try new things, but Damn, that girl had no table manners, man. And that was it. That, was, that wasn't that was like the... Uh, you know, it wasn't even like a, that the date was just weird. It was just like, oh, man. I don't want to be at dinner with this person right now. That was my worst date story. Not that bad. Uh, I'm sure y'all have worse stories. So let's just hear them real quick. These are going to be fun.
1: Okay, so you said to say your worst date story. Um, Well... I matched with this person on Tinder, I guess, but I deleted the app. So oh, hell
0: yeah, dude. I got Tinder uh, not too long ago, and I've matched with people, um, and I haven't done anything other than that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't doing too much for me, huh?
1: This person proceeded to go on Instagram and message me. So, I looked at his Instagram, like, oh my god, this guy's a model, like, totally gonna go on a date. So, this was a couple years ago, too. Um... So, after a couple days of talking, he um, comes to my house to pick me up for a date, and when I saw him for the first time, I was like, oh my god, like, what the hell happened to him?
0: Oh, you got catfished. That's what happened. You got catfished. And for those who don't know what catfished is, all cat- getting catfished- isn't like you're pulling a snack out of the water that's going to be delicious later. It's actually the opposite. Um it's basically getting catfish is pulling a liar out of the internet. So you got catfish is what that sounds like.
1: He did not look the same at all in the pictures. Yep. Like it was still him, but it was like a totally different version of him. And like the whole night, he was like sweating and like would just be super nervous with me and like ask me a bunch of questions about myself. But Uh, you got to be careful out there,
0: man. You got to be, you know, you ladies out there, y'all got to be careful. Y'all got to be careful out there. Um, You know, my advice for you ladies out there, if you ever, you know, they say, I say, get a gun. Get a gun, girls.
1: Never said anything about himself. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm on a date with a total fucking creep right now. Last thing So I texted be. my friends mid-dinner to have them track my location because I was terrified that he was going to kidnap me. And then he asked me after dinner if I wanted to go to ice cream. I was like, oh, uh, my dad needs me to come back home because he needs help with something. He's like, oh, I'll help you. And I'm like, no, that's fine. I can just hang out with you another day. So he drops me off. And he goes in for a kiss, but I totally dodge that and then I walk into my house and I proceed to look at his Instagram again and the pictures that I looked at were like three or four years old and that was the most recent picture. I didn't even look
2: at the date.
0: Yeah, girl, you gotta do better research, okay? If you're going out with the man, he's picking you up, you met him on the internet, uh, you gotta do a little bit more research, okay? So Sounds bad, also a little bit on you, okay? So let's keep keep it going.
1: So, yeah, I totally got catfished, yep. and for sure, I think he had, like, a drug problem or something because his face was totally uh, not the same, and I think he was under the influence while we were at dinner, so, Damn. yeah, don't, um, don't, uh, go on a date with someone that you matched on Tinder with. <laughs>
0: okay, cool. Well, I will take that as, as dating advice, uh, and I guess I won't go date anybody I matched with on Tinder. Um... And you said he was on the influence of drugs. Hey, man, sometimes drugs can be fun on a date, okay? If y'all are both doing them and depending on the drug and, you know, depending on what y'all are doing and how much fun it is y'all have together. So sometimes drugs on a date can be fun, but if he's just on the influence with where he's just picking his face, like zombie and, you know, nodding out or something, that doesn't sound like fun. But yeah, man, you, that's crazy. You made an excuse. You got your friend to call. Uh, dude, I did that kind of similar one time. I was at – it wasn't a date – it was a dinner. It was with my Wheezy, which is like my grandmother, and, her, and a lot of her friends. They were in New Orleans. And they were eating at this this restaurant. It's like the fanciest restaurant probably ever. Um, like they flew a private jet into New Orleans just to eat at this fancy-ass restaurant. And I sat down. I'm in a full suit. And it's the most fancy place i would ever been to. It was so fancy that I got uncomfortable. And I made it an excuse, and I said, my roommates has got in a wreck. I have to leave. Cause it was that fancy, and I'm not used to being anywhere that fancy. That's something that I'm doing on these dates, man. I'm not taking anybody, you know. Um, I'm not taking anybody to like fancy places because I don't want them to get the wrong idea of me, you know. So we might go eat some Mexican food or like, you know, go play some top golf. That sounds. That all sounds like a good time to me. Um. So yeah, fuck. That that sounds pretty sketch. You're sweating the whole time. I've sweated on dates before too, but not just sitting there, you know. Be careful out there, y'all. Here, let's keep it. Let's hear another one. Look, I'm here to tell
1: you
3: about my worst day uh, date ever. All I, right, all right. one time, we was just sitting there, and I pulled my little pee pee out. She said it was too small. Can't do that. So I went home and put it in the frying pan, and alas, that is how my meat got stuck.
0: Oh, this guy called into the podcast a couple weeks ago, and he said his meat was stuck in the frying pan, and he needed help. And it's in the fr- frying, pr- frying pan. Because you pulled it out on a date. Listen, dude, you can't be pulling out your wiener on the first date, okay? I'm pretty bad at dating advice, but I feel like that's pretty solid advice. Don't pull your wiener out on the first date. Unless she wants you to. You can't just go, when in doubt, whip it out, you know. Especially on the first date, man. You got to be careful. That can get you in trouble really quick. Or shot, you know. If they take an advice from me, they might have a gun on them. So they might shoot you ass. So who knows? <laughs> Let's keep going.
2: Oh, so my worst dating story would probably be that I matched with this guy on Hinge and didn't talk to him for a couple of weeks. We texted here and there, but then we finally met, and he you know he asked me what I do for a living. I tell him I tell him what I do and. And I ask him what he does, and he goes, I'm a
0: jack-of-all-trades. Oh, I get that, though. Okay, I get I get that on his end. It's not that cool, um, you know, as an adult, you know, about to be 26, you know. So it doesn't sound as cool anymore whenever I tell <clears throat> people that I'm a dubstep DJ and I make dubstep for a living. um, So, you know. I get that. You might be trying to figure something out. You know, I'll be telling them I'm like an electron, electrical musical engineer. Make it sound like I'm fancy. Um, Or I might be telling them that, uh, I tell them I'm a chef. Like, what do you cook? like, these fire ass beats, bitch. What you think? Let's keep it going.
2: And then, kind of long story short, he was a male escort.
0: Oh shit, you got out there with the Juggalo, no not a Juggalo, Juggalo is an ICP fan, or a Taboo fan probably, well they, we call those Wookalos, you got the Jiggalo, hey that could end up some, that could end up nice depending on how the evening goes.
2: And, um, yeah, so it also was fucking his roommate, who he met on Mumble for the past six months.
0: A yeah. oh, fucking roommate, that never ends well.
2: Yeah. All on the first date. And had $15 to his name, and we had Sweetie King for dinner, and I paid for it. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, so I have more. So if you need more, just let me know. This is (laughs) Levian.
0: Oh, shit, this is Ms. Levian. Oh, that's a beautiful woman who called. That's a beautiful woman right there. I love you, Levian. Fuck you. Damn, Levian. Listen, listen, How how about I take you out on a date, okay? I'll ask you on a date right here on the show, all right? I'll take you to Waffle House, right? Girl, you can get anything you want. You can buy the whole damn menu. You can put damn chocolate chips on that waffle. The day's about you, okay. <laughs> man, Levium. Hey, but you're putting yourself out there. That um that is cool. Pre um, you know, that takes that takes guts just to, you know, put yourself out there too. So But yeah, man. Fucking his roommate. name he's a male escort can you even do that legally in Mississippi fuck it man I don't know if I could be a male escort because like you have to what do you what is what all does your job entail you just because like an escort doesn't necessarily mean you sleep with the person means you just go out with them so like an escort you know maybe I could for like older women like bring them, you know, I could be a male escort and then bring them to my own shows. And so I'd get paid on top of, on get paid for escorting on top of getting paid to DJ. Not a bad business plan. Okay. Might make the older women feel cool because they're, they're hanging out with the young crowd. Not a bad idea. Probably not going to do it, but hey. I'm just a bucket of good ideas, man. Listen, I think I'm going to open up a damn um, church fitness. I'm not really going to do it, but it's a good idea. Imagine, right? Instead of going an hour to church, an hour to the gym, why don't you just combine the two, okay? It's like a spin class, but with God. All right, like you're doing reps, but for God, okay? And it's the Church of Iron, okay? Reading the Swolley Bible. I can go all day with this. You know? The church would be called Power of Christ, Okay? These are great ideas. And I don't know why somebody hasn't done this already. <laughs> Cause you know, instead of you know, instead of paying the commune, if that's what it's called, when you pay the church your money, it might be. Instead of them you paying that, you just pay for a gym membership. So you're getting swole with God. Not a bad idea. But I appreciate you, Miss Levian. And um if you ever want to go to Waffle House, I'd love to take you. <laughs> Let's keep it going.
1: What up, Taboo? It's Kevin. Uh, What's up, Kevin? I was giving you a shout. I saw your tweet that said, um, call in the hotline and tell me your worst dating story. So I thought I'd tell you about the time that I took this girl out to dinner, and then we went back over to my house and hooked up. And uh, it was like about 4 a.m., and I was in the garage doing some shit, and I hear some loud noises, and I run out out of the garage, not know what's going on. And this bitch stole all the leftovers from hey, our hey, dinner. Hey,
0: We don't call women bitches on this show, okay? The only b word we call women is beautiful, because bitches love that shit. I'm sorry. The
1: get- leftovers from our dinner, and is taken off with their friends out the front door at four in the morning. So I thought that was <laughs> that was pretty fucking wild.
0: So that's good stuff, man. How's <laughs> it
1: going, my man?
0: That's beautiful, man. <laughs> She came back for the food man, she didn't come back for you man, you y'all you hooked up, she didn't come back for seconds She wanted a second course of dinner dog. and her friend <laughs> Dude, looking back at it now, right, I want you to look back on that moment Did she order a shit ton of food when y'all went somewhere? Did she have this in her mind, like, hey, I'm gonna get a shit ton of food, not for me, but for all the girls too, right? She got food for her and the ladies Bro, she's a hero And you, you, oh man, at least y'all hooked up, you know, you might have got a little something out of it, who knows, man, but, she came back for the food, was there a second date after that? I doubt it, actually, I doubt it, I'm like, damn, this girl was in my garage stealing stuff for me, that ain't that cool, (laughs) but it's funny, man, shit, she didn't want you, man, she was just there for the food. Oh, that's a fun story. I love that story. That's good stuff. I really appreciate you calling and telling me that. We got another one.
3: Alright, Taboo. So this isn't really like the worst date experience, but it is one of the wildest things anyone's ever
2: done to me. Okay. So
3: back it up like almost a year ago. Mike and I, we were like friends for a while first. We wound up getting an RV together. So I like sold the car. And I quit my job
0: and got rid of, like... Girl, you don't do any of that unless you got a ring on your finger. And I'm not giving you dating advice. I'm just saying, man, you got to make sure before you about to quit everything, sell everything. But this is a good setup for a story. <laughs> Where could it go?
3: three-quarters of everything they owned because we were going to talk up everything. We're from, like, the East Coast, like, Massachusetts and stuff. And we were going to move across the country. And three days before we were going to move across the country, this man looks me dead in my face and says, I can only go with him if he can sleep with other women. Oh! <laughs> what?
0: Oh my god, no he didn't! No he didn't! <laughs> no! No, you aren't ready! <laughs> he hit you with that fucking butt. he dropped a bombshell on you, girl! God damn! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I could do it, but I gotta sleep with other people, too. (laughs) Damn. Has that flown of any moment of the relationship? How long- I have so many questions. How long were y'all together before y'all decided to do all this? Oh my goodness. This man is brave. This man is brave. He should have been like in the medieval time. You know what I mean? Like going out there for, for battle. You know, I'll go out there only if you plan on dying with me. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. But like, I'll go there only if I can sleep with other people. Jesus Christ. Jesus. You didn't know what was coming, man. You got blindsided. You straight up got Sandra Bullet. okay? Let's keep it. Let's keep going.
3: But I
0: can't sleep with other men because he's not gay though. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You sleeping with other men? Okay, so is it a, is it like a, he's saying he wants to bang other chicks without you there, or he wanted you there with it, like he wanted to do threesomes in the in the RV? You know, which you know that's gonna be a, uh, that's a that's a RV man. That's a lot of germs inside of a small RV. Y'all make sure to clean it, but sounds like a good time. Um, but he's like, all right, we'll do three sons, but only with chicks, not dudes, because I ain't into that gay shit. Whatever, man. I was uh I was <laughs> Oh my god, man. Dude, yeah, it's like, hey bro, I ain't gay, but that's a beautiful sunset, you know. <laughs> Bro, not even on some gay shit. Your eyes are beautiful, you know. (laughs) Uh, He said, We're gonna have some threesomes, but not on some gay shit. Oh my god, this guy is a savage. Oh, fuck this dude, though. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. And this probably hurts you at some point. I'm laughing. I'm making jokes about it. But ah, you called this podcast. Okay. You knew I was going to do this. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Let's keep it going. He wanted me to, like, basically, he wanted to have, like, multiple girlfriends. Which... Okay, so that answered my question. Not threesomes. He wanted girlfriends. And I'll rewind it a little bit because I'm stopping it a lot. My bad, y'all.
3: They need a, like, basically he wanted to have, like, multiple girlfriends, which is, like, fine. I understand that people have, like, different beliefs and stuff. But, like, yeah. three days before you're going to, like, move across the country, you know? I don't know. I just thought it was wild. Pretty funny. I got my own RV now, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He said, bitch, get out the RV. This is my RV now. Shit. Good for you. Let's keep it going. It's all right. Definitely one of the wildest things
3: that's ever happened to me. <laughs> it was a time where I went on a date with some dude, and we had to stop at his house to get a jacket. And it was like something in his room rattling in a cage, and this man set a pet raccoon. So that was pretty wild, too.
0: That's not that weird, though, and I have a story to tell. But, yeah.
3: Okay. Have a good day. Can't wait to listen to another podcast.
0: Oh well, hell yeah. Uh, another podcast. I hope you mean by can't wait to listen to another Talks with Taboo podcast and not a different podcast other than mine. I hope that's what you mean by that. But if not, okay. Oh, yeah, man. So, the pet raccoon. Uh, My dad had a friend. um, She was a cowgirl. Straight up cowgirl. Like, she did rodeos and shit for a living. But she had a pet raccoon. And that thing was fucking awesome. Awesome. It was one of the coolest pets I'd ever seen in my life. I was sitting there eating Sonic on her couch and this raccoon came and sat next to me like a human, sits up and just watching TV with me, looks at me. I hand him an onion ring and he grabs it with his two hands and is just sitting there eating it, watching TV with me. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I'm just sitting there petting the pet raccoon. I'm like, this is so cool. The thing was so trained. It thought it was a dog though, because she had a shit ton of dogs. She had a farm, had a lot of dogs. Fuck yeah man, Pat raccoons are sick. Hard, they're hard to train. I don't know why why or how that one turned out so good, but it did. But yeah, um, fuck yeah. Shit dude. (laughs) What a story! He said, I'll come only if I can fuck other people. That bastard wanted the cake and eats yours too, you know what I mean? And listen, y'all, y'all got to be careful dating people on the internet, because one of three things is going to happen, right? You're going to be talking to the person that you're talking to, you're going to get catfished, or you're talking to Chris Hansen. So be careful, y'all. Dating out there on the internet. And uh, the only reason you'd be talking to Chris Hansen is if you're trying to date a young child, and if you're doing that, go fuck yourself, dude. Get, Get it together. Get it together. I have a couple more questions. These aren't the dating ones anymore, um, but I had some questions I want to get to them.
1: Yo, what's up, Taboo? This is Josh. I'm from
3: SoCal. I'm going to be seeing you at Bass Canyon this What's up, Josh? Bass Canyon There you go. Year. There you and go. I was hoping uh, I was hoping to get to see some of your comedy. I was, ho- I was wondering if you're going to actually have one of those uh, sets this time. And if not, if you would consider doing an actual soapbox style pop-up somewhere. And mm. uh, if so... Best believe is That whole crowd's gonna be tuning into that shit. So, okay.
0: uh, yeah, uh, best of luck. And uh, fuck taboo. Whoa, damn! Come on, my show and disrespect, disrespect me on my show, bro. And you want me to tell you some jokes, dude? Goddamn! Go fuck yourself, buddy. I'm joking. Let's see. Um, probably not. If I'm being honest, I'm probably not gonna do stand up at Bass Canyon. Um, if I'm gonna do it, I want it to be like an official thing, and I don't think it's gonna be. But I'm trying to do stand-up at Lostlands. So if you're listening to this podcast, if you made it this far, everybody tweet at excision at Lostlands. Can we get Taboo Talks live? I'd love to do stand-up there. That'd be great.
1: Hey, Mitch, this is Drew Thompson up here in Grand Rapids, Michigan.
0: Ah, dude, Drew Thompson. Appreciate you calling in, dude.
1: Just had a quick question for you. Do you prefer butt chugs or butt plugs? you want to plug it up
0: or chug it down? Got you.
1: Appreciate your podcast, man. Love your music. Hope to see you up in my area soon.
0: Yep, I will be there. I will be there. Um, Listen, I've never butt chugged. I want to try it one day. Uh, you know, and you best believe I'm going to have a camera recording it. Um, I've never butt chugged. I have gotten butt plugged. And I didn't expect it when it was happening. It just happened. Um, You know, and... I am not to say I wasn't a fan, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I just didn't know what's was happening. So I guess I got to put myself out there and try new things, okay? I will get back to that question one day. I will try the butt chugging. Let's keep it going. Last one. Hey, man, dude, I love your voicemail. Oh, dude, thanks. I love you. Uh,
3: I just wanted to say thank you for everything you do. Um, I listen to your podcast every morning. My name is Danny from California.
0: Danny, appreciate you calling in, brother, and I appreciate you listening to the show. That means a lot.
3: I had a question about when you cracked open your first PBR, Maybe Love you. Have a good one.
0: My first Pabst Blue Ribbon. When was the first time i f- tasted liquid freedom? I think I was 11 years old at deer camp. I believe I was at deer camp at 11 years old. I took a sip. So I've been drinking this beer since I was 11 years old. A lot of people think, you know, some people who don't know me think that this is just like a marketing tactic, a branding thing. This never was meant to be. This happened because I enjoy drinking Pats with Ribbon and people thought it was funny, so we just rolled with it. Uh, yeah, man. 11. 11. And I do want, before I end this show episode, I do want to say I have a lot, a lot of people ask me recently. It's getting more and more asked about is when's the comedy album coming out? I'm hoping this year. Um, it's a tough album to plan to release because when I am say there hasn't been an album like it, there hasn't been. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it. So planning on the end of this year. That's the hope. That's the plan. That's what I'm shooting for. And I hope it happens. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you realize that I figured out how to make this fucking camera last year. All goddamn day. Let's go, bitch. No more switching cameras. No more going to my shitty ass webcam to get the video feed. We here, baby. We queer. Happy Pride Month, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to this week's episode of Talks with Taboo. I love every single one of y'all. Can't wait to see y'all. If y'all see me in public, y'all see me at shows, come say what's good, dude. I love saying, hey, come holler. Love y'all. Thank you. Later. Bye.